0: SPN News, episode 32. This is Savage Bloggers Network News, highlighting awesome Savage Worlds content and news shared by publishers, licensees, and fans with your hosts, Christian Serrano and Ron Blessing.
1: Hey, Savages, Christian Serrano here, and uh, we've got another week of Savage Worlds news brought to you by the Savage Bloggers Network News Podcast. We got some more announcements. Ron and I have the privilege to work with Just Insert Imagination. They offered to give away copies of Winter Eternal to anyone who supports the SBN Podcast through our Patreon page.
0: That is such a generous gift and very cool that... uh you know, publishers are stepping up to support us in their own way
1: to get the fans to support us. It's very cool. Yeah, absolutely. And this wasn't anything that we went to them about. They just came to us cold and were like, "Hey, we would really like to do this for you guys. Uh, we love the show." And so, a big, big thank you to uh, Morn and uh, Eric for for yeah, reaching definitely. Out. Thanks a lot, guys. That's great. Yeah,
0: absolutely. And we also have uh, a survey up for the SBN well, the the network of podcasts that we have here. And it's available. It started today. We've already gotten some great responses. Uh, We're going to keep it up for a while. We're not sure how long yet. But it will really help us out to make sure that we're giving you the, the, the product that you want. Obviously, you know, we're asking for you are a listener to help support us in doing this. And so we want to support you by giving you a chance to, to give us your opinion on what you'd like to see in the show.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we're looking to know what's working, what's not working, uh, any additional comments you might have. Um, you know, if you did listen at some point and you stopped listening, although if you stopped listening, you probably wouldn't be hearing this. But regardless, we just want to know, uh, you know, what we're doing right, what we're doing wrong, and what we could do better.
0: So, hey, if you're listening to this and you think you've stopped listening, just let whatever you took wear off. That's and right. And then things would be okay. Yeah. Yeah. You'll be fine. And then seek help. <laughs> that's right. Se- seek help. Right. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So, survey, check it out. Definitely.
1: Yeah, absolutely. All right, so should we go ahead and get into the news? Speaking of critiques, yes. So, uh I I've I've talked about the Savage Worlds Eberron Conver- conversion companion. That's a long name. I I got to rename that somehow. The Savage Worlds Eberron Conversion Companion. Yes. Uh and
0: How case, about the Savage Worlds Eberron Companion or the Savage Eberron Companion.
1: That's perfect right there. I Done. thought about that. The reason why I left conversion I, I, in there, I'm, I'm overthinking this, but the reason why I left conversion in there is because I didn't want to give the illusion that it's a complete um, companion, like with like lore and things like that. I wanted to convey that it was a guide in how you can adapt it to Savage Worlds.
0: So anybody that is going to be looking at that knows the fan license is what it is. Right. So I think it should be the
1: Savage Eberron companion. All right, duly noted. That'll be that'll just be saying one of the first critiques that I've gotten from Ron about the uh, the product. So speaking of critiques, or I'm going to start calling it Sweck. Sweck. I like it. <laughs> swec. Uh, but the the general premise is that I uh, put up a call on my, on my personal blog that's uh, blogged at immaterialplane.com dot uh, com for any volunteers who are interested in critiquing the swec. Um, and the reason being is because I, it's something I've been working on for years. I started it when I first came into Savage Worlds, or pretty early on, at least. And of course, I made a lot of mistakes in the beginning. I think I've corrected a lot of those. Um, it's brilliant work, man. It really is. Thank you. Is. Well, well, thank you. I, I just know that you know. It's sometimes also as as a creator of something, when you look at it for too long, uh, you you might see it your way. But I think yeah, you know, basically no, it's easy to
0: do. There's a reason that you don't edit your own work, right? I mean, that's just the exactly, and uh,
1: you know, and I know how it's worked for me. I I would just like to know how it works for other people, how it reads for other people, um, how it plays. um, If there's any gaps and omissions that I've I've overlooked. Um, there are some races, for example, that I know I did as straight conversions and I haven't had an opportunity really to to readdress them. Um, some of those are like the shifter, for example. Um, and I'm looking to, to really get some honest and open cr- criticism or critiques, I should say, uh, for those things. And uh, so if you have some spare time and you want to contribute to that, um, to go check out the document and uh, add some comments and, and whatnot. So let me know. Let me know what, how I can make it better. So um, related to Savage Worlds and Eberron, uh, I came across this. Is I actually heard about this through uh, Savage Cast, I believe. I thought it was the, the grapevine. I, I, I did not hear it through the grapevine. You didn't? Okay. I heard about it through, through Savage Cast. Um, Ruben Smith-Zempel is, has had this blog for a long while, actually. I used to follow it back in 3-5 days, you know, D&D 3-5 days when, when I was a big Eberron fan because he used to put up some incredible um, downloads for 3.5 mechanics related to Eberron. And uh, in any case, it turns out that he's, he, for a period of time last fall and, and into this year, 2016, uh, had started posting... Actual play, sort of play reports of uh, of his campaigns, the Savage Worlds game, and uh, they've been great reads. I actually went back and, and started reading through some of them, and uh, we'll put a link to that uh, sort of his labeled post for Savage Worlds. That sounds like somebody you should reach out to to critique your Savage Ebroon conversion. Yeah, so that's actually that was the other exciting thing. I didn't realize. I mean, I, I kind of I saw him occasionally comment on things in in the Google Plus community, but um, right. <laughs> Uh I'm I'm really tempted to reach out to him to see if he's he's willing to critique the, the, the Sweck as well. So uh That so, would be awesome. So Ruben, if you are listening, uh you might be hearing from me soon. So That's right. There you go. Yeah.
0: And then um talking about actual play here, uh there's this really cool actual play report um for uh, Rippers, Death in Dartmoor. And this one's neat because it's written in kind of a narrative, like diary kind of way. Um, really well done. Takes place in Dartmoor in England, and um, I actually had the uh, the pleasure of editing the the fiction um, behind the adventure, Death in Dartmoor, uh, many moons ago when I was with Triple A Games, and it's a neat story. Neat. So people should definitely uh, play that and and check this out. This is a really neat uh, uh, take on it.
1: Very cool. Very cool. So in the podcast side of things, uh, I finally got a chance to listen to the uh, last week's episode of Savage Worlds GM Hanging on Air. And this was uh, Embrace the Metagame. i um, still kind of catching up on some of those. I don't always get a chance to listen to our long podcast a lot. I've got a big collection of podcasts to listen to. Some of them aren't even gaming related but i digress uh the yeah this uh, this was actually a really interesting episode um there's they really talk a lot about how savage worlds inherently has a strong metagame component to it namely the bennies and the soak mechanism and things of that sort Mm -hmm. um and uh, it was an interesting perspective to to really listen to. And they even they actually do bring you up, Ron, in, in an episode from a long while ago where you talked about um, uh, revealing what a notice roll was for. Oh yeah, uh, so that the player can proactively decide whether it's worth spending the Benny or not. Yep. Yeah. So I thought that was kind of cool, and. Um, it, it was a great discussion. There's some things I don't know that I necessarily agree with, but that's kind of the cool thing about their show is you know you can agree or disagree and you know, chime in with your own input, especially through the Q and a uh, on the, on their live show. And um, it, it was cool. I really enjoyed it. I, it was it really sort of puts into perspective how to approach savage worlds from that metagame aspect and uh, and how you can leverage that to sort of enhance the game.
0: Very neat. Yeah, I've got to make time to get on one of those hangouts again. It was it was a lot of fun when I
1: used to do them, and I just haven't had time on Wednesdays. Yeah, that's that's kind of my big problem too. I mean, uh, doing the regularly scheduled thing like at this time on this day is is a challenge uh, for us. Even recording this sometimes we're you know there's times where we're like, right. hey, I'm gonna be about half an hour late. <laughs> you know.
0: Yeah. Um, no. Totally. Totally. So
1: yeah, and that's that's the other reason why we don't get to do hangout on airs quite as frequently as as we would like probably is is trying to schedule them is often challenging as well totally
0: so so this last bit of community news uh puts two things together that I'm a fan of uh Weird War 1 and Downton Abbey this is <laughs> this is really cool so we've got this really neat actual play called Downton Abbey Goes to War what I like is that he didn't he just kind of did his own thing he he's a fan of the Weird War games he he didn't have access to the weird war one rules or anything like that, but it's pretty obvious the way those rules are going to go for the most part, right? And so, um, did this neat actual play on YouTube using the characters from Downton Abbey?
1: Really neat. I'm a fan. It looked incredibly fun, and uh, I haven't had a chance to watch it entirely myself, so I need to go back and do that. Uh, I was on there for a few minutes of it, and it was pretty cool. Nice, nice, awesome. Okay, that's good then. I'm, I'm looking forward to it even more now. If if you vouch for it. Yeah, good deal. Cool. <laughs> All right. Uh, so uh, on to publishers and products uh, where we talk about some of the latest and greatest from publishers and such. This is actually an interesting idea. I don't know that I've ever seen anything like this before. This is Triple Games putting out uh, map sheets for Hellfrost. Uh, basically, they're taking the maps from the Atlas. Uh, they're going to be doing these as tiles that... You can lay down onto a table, so you can do a section of of the map, the entire map, uh, whatever it might be uh, that you need. And they're going to be bringing this to Kickstarter.
0: That reminds me a little bit of the uh, smaller uh, index card-sized Game Mastery tiles yes. that used to be put out for Pathfinder. Yeah. Um, I still have some of those. Yeah. yeah, those are those are pretty neat. It's a similar concept, but these are full like eight and a half by eleven size
1: tiles. That's right. Yeah. They're like full sheets of paper essentially, but like on a on a cardstock and uh and it's basically just a massive, massive map. Entirely the map comes out to seventy six and a half inches by fifty five inches. Which is pretty incredible. Whoa. Yeah. I don't have a table for that. <laughs> I no, I don't I don't either. Um but yeah, it's it's essentially a, a nine by five, uh, sh- eight and a half by eleven sheets, uh, so nine sheets by five sheets.
0: I honestly am now. I don't even play Hellfrost, but I'm considering getting that just to see what it looks like done. I know, right? Like I want to lay that out on my floor,
1: <laughs> on your driveway. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah totally. <laughs> yeah. Something really yeah. neat. So I, I think that's a really cool. Uh, concept. Uh, I've never seen anything like that before. Uh, it's pretty creative when you think about it. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
0: So I can't believe they didn't just do a roll-up map that map that size. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I know, right? Man. Oh, you mean an area so, rug? <laughs> yeah, yeah, an area rug. My Savage Worlds uh, Hellfrost area rug. That's right. Printed that would on be leather. an expensive Kickstarter. Yeah. All right. So um, – DriveThruRPG has uh, the GM's Day Sale going. It started uh, on the 3rd of March, and it's going to go about two weeks through the 16th, I believe. And uh, there are a couple of products on there that are like 70% off, but basically the bulk of the products are going to be 30% off, and there are over 400 Savage Worlds products that are on that list. It's insane. So go to DTRPG.com or RPGnow.com, or com, or yeah. we'll, stuff. We'll put a link for in the com. show notes. Yeah.
1: <laughs> any, any of these aliases. Any of their role-playing sites. So, uh, and, we'll, we'll be sure to get you a direct link, though, too. So.
0: Yeah, totally. And, and check out the GM's day sale. Um, payday is tomorrow for me as we record this, and I already have my site set on a few things. So
1: You know, I was just thinking, too, there's those bundles that we talked mm-hmm. about last time. I think the complete a bundle thing is done with
0: though. Oh, is that a short thing? I think that thing? was a sale. Yeah, I thought oh. I, I didn't realize it, but it was apparently
1: a sale. Oh, that's a bummer. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think that should just be the way of things. So, so don't do like we did and uh, procrastinate on this kind of thing. You know, like like we did with the the bundle thing. I
0: did it with the bundle thing. That's how I found out it was a sale.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So it's easy, it's easy to say, "Oh, I've got two weeks. I'll I'll wait till later." And then next thing you know, it's over and you missed it. So uh, hop yep. on it. Definitely. Yeah. So a good friend of ours, Charles White, is gearing up again for the Olympus Inc. Kickstarter. They have put up a preview for the Kickstarter campaign that you can go check out. We'll have a link for that. Um, I I don't know if by the time this releases, if it'll be live yet or not. I don't think he's given a hard date. He uh, he did say that he was kind of waiting for some of these other Kickstarters to Uh, to end particularly World war one and a high space i'm sure and high space right which also just recently ended uh but in any case uh, they're gearing up they they've they've got the preview out there there's a listening feedback Uh, we'll have a link for that Uh, another post that he put up on google plus shows that he's actually planning on adding uh some existing fabled environments products as part of certain reward levels and that includes the maps as well as some of their shorter adventures and such that's awesome! Yeah, that's pretty cool. So I'm I'm really excited. I was that. excited
0: about this the first time. I know, so, uh, I know. And, and and in our final piece of publisher news, uh, we've got the Weird War One Kickstarter ended ended on the third, and it ended up at just over sixty five k. So the list of stuff that everybody is getting, in addition to whatever you backed. Um, there is a giant list of stuff that you're going to get. And if you'll permit me, Christian, I'm just going to go over these real quick. Please do. Um, you're on top of whatever you backed for. You're going to get uh, Horrors of the Weird War 1 uh, figure flats. You're going to get PDF copies of all four combat maps, including a village, a bridge, trenches, and no man's land. Five sets of pregenerated archetype characters civilians, french, british, american, and germans, including infantry, airmen, and sailors. Figure flats for each archetype set plus the horrors of World War 1. Um, a second plot point campaign. Uh this one's interesting because the Germans are the good guys in this second plot point campaign. And then the no man's land adventure itself that goes with that really cool um, map that I mentioned earlier, and finally, uh, Shane said that anybody over every five thousand over sixty k was going to unlock a new adventure. And since we broke just past sixty five k, an additional adventure. I don't have access right now to the name of that adventure. Wow! But uh, all of that, if you had backed it at least fifteen dollars, you would get all that stuff plus whatever was at the fifteen dollar level.
1: So I, I, I've always thought the word war concepts were were interesting but i I've, it's not something I, I would ever particularly run or play but i'm regretting not having gone in on this kickstarter
0: well and the other thing i don't want to rub it in but the other the other thing that's cool about this is that um they've very uh, they've addressed the how to get civilians involved a lot better nice in this version of weird war, war. so for the first time really um and uh as a, a guy that's got all the weird war stuff i'm super excited about that and uh and it's it's telling that you can get archetypes of civilian characters yeah
1: that are meant to play in the the, the game so that's and that's that's a really cool approach too because this way you don't have you're not bound to that um that sort of rank uh structure uh, right as far as your 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 you know party goes or whatnot. Yep. $65,017. Um,
0: that is, went phenomenal. to weird. War one.
1: Yeah. For such a niche setting, I'm pretty impressed. That is, that is really impressive. But you, you know, you get a lot of bang for the buck too. So, yep. Uh, yeah. I really wish I had gone in on this. I think it's got some great material that I could have mined for other settings, quite honestly. Yeah. And, uh, I, yeah, I got a little bit of regret there. But, you know, it is what it is. So,
0: you have cool. unbuyer's remorse. Unbuyer's remorse. That's right. Non buyer's remorse. <laughs> non buyer's remorse
1: right it's a thing now
0: alright well I think that's it for the news man it is take us out
1: yeah All right. well uh, as always thank you for listening and be sure to visit the SBN website at www.savagebloggers.net where we have links to the aggregated SBN RSS feed Uh, we got our podcast subscription links and more and if you do enjoy our podcast and you want to show your support be sure to check out our Patreon page or our PayPal donation link both of which are available on the main website and whatever you do until next time Fast, furious, and fun. Uh, yes, you should. And I I have to say this,
0: I heard about this jumper cable that walked into a bar. Yeah, the bartender said listen I'll serve you, but don't start anything.